When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the very first episode of Ranked here on the podcast feed, but of course, if you keep with us on the old YouTube, the 36th episode overall, that is if you were counting. So with the Premier League season well underway, we're going to take a look at the best Liverpool players ever, 50 of them, count them up. Remember, it's just not about their ability, it's what about what they brought to the club, the longevity, the success, of course. So without further ado, let's rank them. So without further ado, here we go. Here's number 50, Gordon Hughes. Liverpool's third highest goal scorer. This man has bagged 241 goals in 377 games. Has all the markings, all the makings of a of a club legend, really. But unfortunately for Hughes, he was really born into the wrong era. He played for, played for Liverpool between 1925 and 1936. And 11 years where Liverpool really didn't win anything. They won precisely nothing. Uh, there were no European competitions back in these days, of course. Um, they won the league in 1923, two years after he, before he joined. And then in 1947, a decade after he left. So unfortunately for Hughes, no silverware, but an incredible amount of goals. Number 49, John Arnarisa. So he only played seven years for Liverpool, but in the process, 348 games he was a part of. Of course, the winner of the Champions League in 2005, the jewel in his crown, the FA Cup in 2006 and the League Cup in 2003. Marked himself on uh, Merseyside with that free kick against Manchester United in 2001. And of course, that celebration that everyone in the park tried to do afterwards with a shirt over the head, but not quite over the head, but blinded with the shirt regardless anyway so his Liverpool career went the wrong way when he headed in the own goal in the wrong way against Chelsea in the 2008 Champions League tie in the semi-final and was sold soon after that one but one of the best left backs the finest left backs in the early stages of the 2000s for Liverpool 
48, Jerry Byrne and Byrne Brook through as part of the Phil Taylor squad in the early 50s, which of course, of course, it lapsed into the greatness of Bill Shankly when he took over from uh, Huddersfield Town to Liverpool managerial job in the 50s and the 60s and of course in the early 70s. And Byrne ended up making 333 appearances and was a mainstay, one of the mainstays of that Shankly team early on in the 60s. 47, Chris Lawler, 11th most appearances for Lawler um, as Liverpool player. He made 549 appearances and 61 goals at centre-half, so not too shabby. Um, Lawler was born and bred in Liverpool, made his debut in 1963 at just 19 years of age and was one of the great mainstays of the Shankly team of the 60s and the 70s, winning three league titles, two FA Cups. And of course, the UEFA Cup as Liverpool made their first forays into Europe. 46, Pepe Reina perhaps arrived too too early or too late to be considered the greatest goalkeeper of Liverpool's history. Made almost 350 appearances, signing off the back of the uh, the success in the Champions League in 2005. Of course, succeeding Jersey Dudek there. He would never get one of his own, the Champions League at Liverpool. He would only win the FA Cup in 2006 and the 2012 League Cup. Signed as a, at the back end of a lean period, really. But undoubtedly for Liverpool, one of the best goalkeepers to ever play for the club. Number 45, Sammy Herpia. Herpia made more appearances than the likes of John Barnes, Ian St. John and Ray Kennedy with 464 appearances, um, but ranks nonetheless lower than all three of those. Unfortunately, like Rayner, fell into a lean period, but bright period under Julia winning the the three cup medals of 2001, the League Cup of 2003, the FA Cup, of course, with, of course, the most important of the lot, the Champions League sandwiched in between there. And for a decade, the Finn was dominant at the back for Liverpool, one of, amongst the best centre-halves in the Premier League at the time, in the 2000s, really. 44, John Aldridge, and Aldridge only played for Liverpool for two years, only 104 appearances, but in that time scored 63 goals and formed a superb partnership with Ian Rush in what was you know, an incredibly successful period for Liverpool. And perhaps if he scored in that FA Cup final in 1988 against Wimbledon from the spot, of course he would be a lot higher and would have added to his big trophy cabinet whilst at Liverpool despite only staying 24 months. 43, Roberto Firmino. And Firmino is the first of the current crop of players and fantastically has only has played almost 300 games already for the club. He does get maligned for his goal return of 87 from um, nearly 300 games, I'll admit. But people do forget uh, when he was signed by Brendan Rodgers, he was signed to more of a 10, more of a central attacking midfielder or on the wing, really, in the time of... Raheem Sterling, Luis Suarez just left as, of course, Daniel Sturridge. Uh, he does have a place in this team, the false nine with inside forwards. It's just basic tactics that maybe it's social media bluster and, you know, taking the piss a little bit. But Firmino does have a function in what is a fantastic contemporary Liverpool team at the moment. 42, Steve McMahon. And had he brought, been brought in sooner, he'd have won the European Cup in 1984 and he might have been higher perhaps. Uh, but of his day, a fantastic midfielder, 50 goals in 277 games for Liverpool. And in his six years at the club, won three league titles, two cups um, in what was ultimately one of the most successful periods at the club, coming off the back of Bob Paisley nonetheless. But under Kenny Dalglish, Liverpool won it all, perhaps with the exception of the European Cup, admittedly.
41, Robbie Fowler. Um, a similar story for Robbie Fowler, really. Perhaps born too late. Perhaps born too early, maybe in the right in the wrong time. Um, his goals over the line, take him over the line for the cover to top 41. Um, he's the sixth highest Liverpool scorer. Above the likes of Dalglish for Liverpool, um, he ended his first spell with that cup treble. Um, the only three trophies he would win at Liverpool in 2001, unfortunately, and is one of the greatest Premier League goal scorers in the history of the competition. Likewise, number 40, Michael Owen. Speaking of, Michael Owen, the man who, of course, has the 2001 FA Cup final named after him after overturning that deficit late on against Arsenal. It ended slightly sour with him. You have to take that into account with the association with Manchester United, but that is ultimately where he won the Premier League and in a barren spell for Liverpool, the likes of Roy Evans and then Jared Houllier, Owen was ousted when Rafa Benitez took charge of the club and he is one of the greatest Premier League goal scorers like Robbie Fowler, but born into the wrong time in a Liverpool sense and one of their greatest ever goal scorers. And he, let's not forget, he won the Ballon d'Or whilst at Liverpool as well in 2001 for what was a fantastic season for the club. Tommy Lawrence, number 39, and more known to me now and probably quite a lot of people for that famous Vox Pop interview where he was interviewed on the street asking if he remembered a Merseyside derby, which of course being Tommy Lawrence playing in net for Liverpool between 1957 and 1971. He, of course, kept goal for Liverpool in the in the game. He played almost 400 games for the club, and this was in the fantastic Shankly era where they were making their first steps in Europe. Cup winners, cup final in 66, winning the league a couple of times, an FA Cup, of course. And he was ushered out for Ray Clements, potentially the best goalkeeper in Liverpool's history. Check around for my comments later on. Number 38 is Xabi Alonso. Only spent five years at Liverpool, but it has to say, one of the greatest midfielders of his generation. Unfortunately for him, he's probably born 10 years too early, really. Uh, does have the FA Cup of 2006, scored the equaliser from um, a rebound from the spot in the Champions League final in 2005, of course, um, but was sold to Real Madrid in 2009 before Liverpool could get going with a second wave under Rafa Benitez, and of course under the duress of ad forced administration almost, um, Benitez would leave a year later in 2010. 37, Andy Robertson. And Robertson and edges Firmino for how, um, alongside Trent Alexander-Arnold, they've revolutionised this fullback role. Robertson, of course, on the left side from Hull City, let's not forget who were relegated. And what a bargain Robertson has proved to be, one of the greatest in Premier League history. He's played roughly the same time amount of times as Alexander-Arnold. Potentially the Englishman is slightly more influential um, with goals and assists. Maybe that's how that's the metrics we use in modern day, isn't it? Uh, but it's debatable, which is why they're so close and why Trent Alexander-Arnold is number 36. Um, I think his youth restricts him somewhat. He's 22, the youngest, the youngest player and the third current player in this list. He's made over 180 appearances already, which is phenomenal. And no doubt in my mind that he will be in the top 10 by the end of his career, of course, injury and transfer permitting, of course. But being a Liverpool lad, you expect him to see out the rest of his career at Liverpool. And that's got another 10 plus years at the absolute minimum to go. He's already a Champions League winner. He's already a Premier League winner, as we all know. And one of the greatest right backs in contemporary times already, revolutionising this fullback role almost as a wing back in the right-hand side. And of course, with Virgil van Dijk coming along this season, again, he will have another fantastic season at Anfield. 
number 35 jersey Dudek and he won't be the most capped Liverpool goalkeeper you see he might not be the best might not be the most decorated but the influence that he had over the fifth Champions League in 2005 the destiny of that trophy is what gets him so high his saves in that penalty shootout provoked a big part of the miracle of Istanbul and why the Polish goalkeeper is so high on this list 34, Gini Wijnaldum, and Wijnaldum's not the most flashy member of the superb Jurgen Klopp Liverpool team, but easily one of the more influential, the most important, which is why people were mourning his departure earlier this summer when he left on a free to PSG. He has scored crucial goals, most notably the comeback against Barcelona in the Champions League semi-final 4-0 win at Anfield, and of course that would force a big part of the Champions League win later that summer against Tottenham Hotspur in what was Liverpool's sixth European Cup title. Number 33, Ron Yates, and the great centre-back of Shankly's time in the 1960s, made over 450 appearances for the Reds, of course, being a player in this time, he won two leagues and he won a cup, and perhaps if he was born 10 years later, quite like a lot of these players really in the lower reaches of this list, He'd be immortalised um, as part of Liverpool Football Club, I feel. Number 32, Jimmy Case, and signed in the latter days of Bill Shankly, came into his own with uh, Bob Paisley and Joe Fagan's tenure. Case has three European Cups to his name, and even though he only played for eight years, three European Cups is an absolutely devastating amount of trophies, really. Ultimately, he only made 269 appearances, which perhaps restricts him to just outside the top 30 here. 31, Ray Kennedy, and we are entering into a bit of a wingers section here. Um, Perhaps if Ray Kennedy started off at Liverpool, not Arsenal, he would be higher, but he did play just a shade under 400 times in only eight years at Liverpool, regardless though he did play in and win three European Cup finals from 77 to 81, of course. 30, Steve Nicholl, and Nicholl played in 468 games for Liverpool from 1981 in what was obviously a period of dominance, a decade of dominance for Liverpool clubs, not only just Liverpool but Everton of course, but of course obviously Liverpool got the better of Everton in numerous occasions. Nicholl would win the European Cup in 1984, the penalty shootout win over Roma, six leagues, six domestic cups and was the mainstay at right back for the tenures of Bob Paisley, Joe Fagan and of course Kenny Dalglish well into the Premier League years for Liverpool. 29, Sadio Mane and Mane might be the inside forward, might not be the inside forward with the most quality or the most goals in the current team that obviously lays at the door of Mo Salah but what a player Mane has been signed from Southampton uh, for a fairly substantial fee was only going to flop, but of course has been one of the world's best players since he moved to Anfield. Of course, winning the Champions League in 2019, of course, ending the 30-year wait for the Premier League in 2020. And if I made this list in three to four years' time, perhaps, I've no doubt that Sadio Mane would probably break the top 20 of this list. Number 28, Ronnie Whelan. And amongst one of the more important Liverpool wingers, we have Whelan, who played 493 times for the Reds, scoring 73. He's got a similar medal haul to Steve Nicholl, that being six leagues, six cups, and uh, unfortunately missed out on the 1981 European Cup final due to only making his debut a month prior to the final. wasn't included in the squad, of course, um, but was supremely successful, winning the 1984 European Cup against Roma, of course. 
and into the late 80s for Liverpool, where they were fantastically successful in um, domestic shores. Number 27, Steve Highway, and perhaps more well-known now as an academy director at Liverpool, but was one of the most integral wingers in Liverpool history. Slightly before Ronnie Wheel and Steve Nicol, perhaps in a half generation before, he was part of the team that won back-to-back European Cup titles in the late 70s. He won four leagues in an era that straddled the reigns of Bill Shankly and Bob Paisley. And he left just as Liverpool won their third European Cup in 1981, an incredibly decorated Liverpool footballer. Number 26, Alisson, and obviously not the most tenured goalkeeper in Liverpool history, maybe not even the best, but in terms of changing the fortunes of Liverpool Football Club, Alisson has to be ranked so far up there. Signed in that double whammy that was that revolutionised Liverpool with alongside Virgil van Dijk, obviously more on him later. Alisson helped end 30 years of waiting, helped win a sixth Champions League and saves like the one at the death against Napoli in a crucial group stage game is why Alisson ranks so high and is so important to Liverpool to this day. And when he is absent, there is a marked drop-off. Number 25, Terry McDermott, and he has won a ridiculous amount of silverware for Liverpool. Obviously came into his own at the turn of the 70s and 80s, like a lot of players that we're about to discuss here. Part of three European Cup winning campaigns and five league titles as well. Definitely in the hallmark of one of the greatest Liverpool players. Number 24, Alan Kennedy, ranked highly because of the importance of one of his goals in particular. That was the 1981 European Cup final win over Real Madrid, where Alan Kennedy scored the winning goal. Kennedy was Liverpool's left-back for eight years, won two Champions Leagues, won nine domestic honours as part of one of the most decorated full-backs of his time. Number 23, Luis Suarez, and Suarez may have only won the League Cup whilst at Anfield in 2012, but what an immense influence they had on Liverpool and their fans. A couple of incidents, a couple of flashpoints really that threatened to end his time in ignominy at Anfield, but he survived them spectacularly. Goals, of course, almost brought about an end to the waiting for a league title in 2014, but unfortunately for Liverpool fans, it didn't, and he soon left, which restricts him. And if he would have won that league title in the manner that he scored the goals, I could see him definitely being in the top 15, top 10 of this list. Number 22, Billy Liddell, and one of the greatest scorers that Liverpool ever had. World War II restricts his appearances, but he did play in between 1939 and 1961. Overall has 228 goals for the club. Admittedly, a lot of time spent in the second tier, but the ending of his career sparked the uh, the beginnings of Bill Shankly. And one of the greatest scorers that Liverpool have ever had is Billy Liddell. 21, Mark Lawrenson and the centre-back partnership that we seem to remember through rose-tinted spectacles of a certain age is Mark Lawrence and Alan Hansen later on BBC pundits of course together but Lawrence had only joined after this third European Cup in 1981 regardless Lawrence had won four cups five leagues and of course the European Cup in 1984 and was a highly influential member of that defensive line that was so successful for Liverpool in the 80s and into the 1990s and to be fair with Alan Hansen marked one of the best centre-back partnerships ever in British football after this short break We'll be taking a look at the top 20 Liverpool players of all time. Welcome back. We are continuing the rundown of the greatest Liverpool players ever and we are well into the top 20 here. 
So without further ado, number 20, Tommy Smith. And unfortunately for Smith, his career ended just at the wrong time in 1978. He's in the top 10 for all-time appearances at Liverpool, had success under Shankly, of course. And the tough tackling defender would unfortunately only win one European Cup, leaving the club after the first triumph in 78. However, Smith would count four league titles, two cups and another two UEFA Cups, still very well decorated regardless. Number 19, Jordan Henderson, the current Liverpool captain, at least at the time of speaking, as we don't know his future going into the new season. But now into his testimonial year at the club, signing in 2011, of course. Henderson had an inauspicious start, but has since evolved from a six as a defensive midfielder to more of a roaming number eight. And in the absence of Steven Gerrard, in part of this Jurgen Klopp team, Henderson has been truly integral. He was the captain that finally lifted the Premier League trophy, one of a few captains, Liverpool captains, that have lifted aloft that big, giant European Cup the year prior in 2019, and will go down as one of Liverpool's greatest ever captains. Number 18, Roger Hunt. Definitely, definitely born 10 years too early from a Liverpool sense, maybe not in an England sense, of course, as he was part of that 1966 World Cup winning team. However... He is the second best scorer in Liverpool Football Club history. Did catch some success under Bill Shankly, that being two leagues and a cup uh, played in the Cup Winners' Cup final in 66, of course. But Hunt's time at the club was nothing like the later successes that Liverpool would feel in the late 70s and early 80s. Number 17, Ian St. John. 118 goals in 425 appearances, but even that is perhaps overshadowed by his time with Jimmy Greaves on uh, the show St. and Greavesy. But of course, St. John has a place in the extremely successful spell under Bill Shankly. Won the league twice, won the cup in 65 and was part, like so many on this list of Liverpool's first forays into Europe, the cup winner's cup final defeat in 66, of course. 16, Jamie Carragher. And had he been in the time of Mark Lawrence and Alan Hansen, podium finish for Carragher easily. His second most tenured player at the club, but ultimately born in the wrong era. One of Liverpool's best ever defenders, that is, without a shadow of a doubt. And even despite being born in the wrong era, he still has three League Cups, two FA Cups, one Champions League and a UEFA Cup to his name. 15. Kevin Keegan, a name that left far too soon for Liverpool and could have created inarguable greatness. He would go to the Bundesliga to Hamburg, missed out on a Champions League or a European Cup as it was then known with Liverpool and he left Hamburg before they won the European Cup in 1983. Wrong timing all round. But even without that, he was one of the best Liverpool ever had. 100 goals for the club, still won two UEFA Cups, still won three leagues and still won an FA Cup there as well. 14, John Barnes and Barnes caught the back end of the success under Kenny Dalglish, part of this domineering Liverpool side during the Hazel days where Liverpool weren't allowed to play in Europe and it's ultimately John Barnes is one of the best wingers that England have ever produced so boiled down he's one of the best wingers Liverpool have ever produced and played well into the Premier League years with Liverpool. 13 Graham Souness and Souness as a midfielder only played six years at Liverpool but he did end up winning three European Cups and in amongst the thick of it, Souness was one of the most gifted midfielders that Liverpool have ever had as part of their most ever successful period, probably for any British team, any English team, really, 
obviously now known as that Sky Sports pundit, but between 1978 and 84, the best midfielder that Liverpool had at their disposal. Number 12, Virgil van Dijk, and perhaps not the best, most tenured uh, player in Liverpool history, only joined in 2019, is perhaps the most transformative transfer in Liverpool history. Won the Champions League in his first season, won the Premier League in his second, and in the third, he was injured for the most part. He remains their most important player currently, and is firmly in the conversation for the best ever central defender at least in world football for now number 11 Mo Salah and perhaps in a close second for importance for Liverpool in contemporary times Mo Salah has an absolutely eye-watering 125 goals in 203 games at least at the time of writing that will undoubtedly have gone up by the time this goes out absolutely ridiculous numbers may have won the Champions League with Liverpool in 2018 but for the injury in the final of course burst onto the scene after kind of flopping with Chelsea a couple of years prior, but now £30 million or so, um, there or thereabouts, now seen as a complete bargain really, hasn't it, for Liverpool, chasing down the likes of Michael Owen and Kenny Dalglish for goals in a Liverpool shirt, and will undoubtedly win more than the Champions League in 2019 and the league in 2020 with Liverpool. Number 10, Ian Callaghan, 857 appearances, an absolute incredible amount of games that Ian Callahan had played for the club 18 years at Liverpool and if one player sums up the club it's definitely definitely Callahan. it's seen the success of Shankly he was there for the start of Bob Paisley and capped off his career with their very first European Cup just staying the course to play for the club to see them win the European Cup for the very first time which was a very fitting way to end his time at Liverpool Number nine, Bruce Grobelaar. Not the highest ranked goalkeeper on this list, but perhaps made the club's most famous saves. The spaghetti legs, of course, of the 1984 European Cup final, which in turn won Liverpool that tournament against Roma in the final. Of course, we see Jersey Dudek mirroring it in 2005, but of course, Grobelaar was the OG here. It kind of ended sour in, in England for him, but Grobelaar remains one of Liverpool's most decorated, decorated players ever and one of their most decorated goalkeepers ever as a result. Number eight, Phil Thompson. And in between the two best goalkeepers Liverpool ever had is Phil Thompson. 477 appearances. The man from Soccer Saturday amongst the very most successful Liverpool players ever. Played for the club between 72 and 85. So caught the end of Shankly and all the success that came with that. And the start of uh, Kenny Dalglish ever so slightly. Won four European Cups won countless domestic honours and is one of the most integral Liverpool players ever. Number seven, Ray Clements. And of course, the highest ranked goalkeeper has to be Ray Clements, doesn't it really? He ushered out the career of Tommy Lawrence as Liverpool goalkeeper and was replaced by Bruce Grobbler. But in between, Clements was perhaps the best England goalkeeper around at the time, certainly the best Liverpool goalie and perhaps even the best goalkeeper that Liverpool have ever had. Immensely successful, you don't need me to go through his honours list anymore as we have done with so many players on this list. Number six, Emlyn Hughes, the fourth most tenured Liverpool player ever and Hughes straddled the successes of Shankly of Paisley, won a couple of European Cups in there, won a lot more European honours for Liverpool in the shape of the UEFA Cup a couple of times as well as Countless leagues, countless cups, and is perhaps, perhaps one of the best defenders that uh, that Liverpool ever had. Is up there for me anyway. 
Number five, Ian Rush. And simply put, 346 goals, 660 appearances. Not only that, an insane amount of domestic trophies, a couple of European Cups with the 1981 triumph, the 1984 triumph. Easily, easily the best goal scorer Liverpool have ever had. 61 goals ahead of Roger Hunt and no doubt perhaps their most important forward, perhaps behind our number one. So stick around for that one. Number four, Phil Neal. One of the few Liverpool players to have played in and won all four of their inaugural European Cup finals between 1977 and 1984. Neil is the seventh most tenured Liverpool defender. Easily one of their most important. Number three, Alan Hansen. The only thing that keeps Neil away from being the most important Liverpool defender is, of course, Alan Hansen. Hansen played 30 fewer games, won one fewer European Cup, joining in 1977 after their first triumph. But, of course, he's one of the more important Liverpool players and when you think of Liverpool Football Club he should be at the forefront of our minds perhaps probably more well known now as that match of the day pundit who said those things about Manchester United in 1995 but of course the bulk of his career at Liverpool won eight league titles one of the more decorated British footballers ever won three European Cups six English Cups etc 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 Alan Hansen one of the best British defenders of all time Number two, Steven Gerrard, Captain Fantastic, born completely, completely in the wrong era, we have to admit. But without him, Liverpool certainly wouldn't have had that 2006 FA Cup triumph, the volley from 30 yards. They wouldn't have had the Champions League in 2005 because his performance was absolutely majestic. He should have won the Premier League, there's no doubt about that. Um, Probably in 2014 would have been the best start, wouldn't it? And um, definitely had a part in the Cup Triple of 2001 and, of course, scored a goal in the League Cup Final against Manchester United in 2003. Simply put, one of the best, most gifted players of his generation. Maybe the best English midfielder of his time as well. And that leaves number one, Kenny Dalglish, King Kenny. Played between 77 and 1990, managed between 1985 and 1991 and brief spell in the 2010s of course Dalglish is one of the more successful managers even in a stable that includes likes of Bob Paisley, Bill Shankly as well, his efforts uh, post Hillsborough obviously need a mention as well off the pitch but on the pitch he won three European Cups he's got the winning goal against Club Bruges in 1978 and he's easily easily Liverpool's most important player pipped Steven Gerrard to number one purely because of the trophy cabinet and that is what separates ultimately Gerrard and Dalglish to Easily streets ahead of the rest, two most important Liverpool players ever. But splitting hairs, the trophy cabinet of Kenny Dalglish's is much better than Steven Gerrard's. So that is why the Scott takes number one. Thank you for listening to the first ever ranked as an audio file on the podcast feed, wherever you get your podcasts. If you like podcasts like this, we are also on Patreon for a small monthly donation, being £3 a month for other such bonus podcasts about football like head to head great games and of course a weekly contemporary podcast where we look at all the football games of the weekend as well as football manager content as well so if that's your bag check it out patreon.com forward slash what if football but until next time until tomorrow with the noise nostalgia podcast see you
Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.